Joy 365. So it's not just a, something we do at Christmas time with angels appearing, but how do we carry that through every day? And so today we take uh, take another uh, step forward in uh, trying to discover that. And uh, the theme for today is Joy 365 uh, Simplify. It was an astounding message that the uh, angels uh, gave, and uh, you just heard it. But let's uh, remind ourselves how it goes as we talk about Joy 365 Simplify. There it is. Uh, when they get to that bold stuff, say it with me, will you? Those bold words, you ready? Uh, but the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, I bring you. That will be for all the people. You're doing better, aren't you? You're doing better. Remember the first time we did that? I bring you good news, great joy. Okay, right. Heard that before every Christmas. All right. So, that, you know, the idea is how do we get that joy 365? How do we maintain that good news that the angel's talking about? Um, every day uh, of our life. But I would suggest to you this morning that that the Scripture points us in a direction, and that direction is to simplify our life, to just simplify things uh, in our life. Uh, You all know about Black Friday, right? The big shopping day after uh, Thanksgiving. The story goes about Black Friday, that there was a long uh, line of people who had you know, they'd gotten up and stood in line since like 3 a.m., you know, and a long line of people. And, of course, they were all, you know, just ready, anxious for the store to finally open up. And uh, one fellow started at the back of the line, and he kept kind of weaving himself up, you know, further closer to the door. And uh, and he'd weave himself up, and then, you know, some people would get discouraged, and they kind of elbow him out and elbow him back, and he'd end up back further. And then, you know, he'd give it one more try, and he'd weave himself up, and the last time he just kind of wove his, got almost up, almost up to the front door, and folks really got angry, and they just started put, literally pushing the guy around, and he started pushing him around and shoving him back, and finally, of course, he's at the back of the line, and he's so frustrated, put his head down, and he said, that's it. If they hit me one more time, I'm not opening the store. See, what happens for us is we get, we get life so complicated. We get life so busy and so complicated. Is there anybody in the room that feels like their life is complicated? Yeah, absolutely, right? Life gets so busy and so complicated, and God has to try to work His way through all of that complication, has to find a way to kind of weave through all that busyness that we're about, has to try to finally get up to those doors of opportunity that He can open up in our lives. But what do we do? We let that complicated life and all that busyness just kind of crowd in, take over, and we push God further back. God's got this great door of opportunity out there just waiting to be opened up, but we get complicated and and busy and and we push Him and shove Him and all of a sudden what could be and what God wants in our life is way back here at the end of the line. We need to learn to have Joy 365 is to just simplify. Simplify the things that are going on in our life. And to just let God simply be the center and director of our life. It's the first step I'd urge you on this morning. Simplify. To simplify life starts with just saying, look, I'm going to really simplify life. I'm going to put God in charge of my life. Now, as we've been together in these these Sundays, we've been looking also at uh, Philippians. 
and uh, listening to Paul. And uh, boy, we've honed in on one of his verses there in, in Philippians 4. And uh, you know it well, right? It's rejoice in the Lord, right? Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I'll say it so you get it. Rejoice, right? Like that verse. We talked about that. We've unpacked that verse a couple times. What's neat is what comes right after that verse. Okay? That verse is all about joy, 365. Look what it says in verse 5. It says in verse 5, Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving. And now I bolded and underlined the next word so you get it. Present your requests where? See, if you want all the stuff preceding it, you have to do this simple task. Present it, put it in God's care. Just simple enough. Present it, put it into God's charge. If you want to experience Joy 365, if you want to experience that that life that isn't all anxious and overwhelmed and complicated and busy, if you want to experience simply letting God be in charge, you have to step back and do that. We have alarm clocks in most of our houses, right? You have one of those? And, you know, my alarm clock, it's got the two options on there, right? It's got the, you know, wake the music, and then it's got wake the buzzer, right? I would like to invent an alarm clock that had a third option. I want an alarm clock that wakes up with a voice. And the voice says this to me every morning. Good morning, Bob. This is God. I'll be handling all your problems today. And I don't require your help. So have a joyful day. Would you like that clock? It's that simple, isn't it? I mean, if we just wake up every morning, that simple. Approach the day, that simple. And say, you know what? God is able to handle my day. God is competent and capable. And God has a door of opportunity that He's ready to open. I just need to simplify my day and let God be the one who's in charge of whatever takes place. And I just stay focused on presenting everything that happens to His care. Paul encouraged the Thessalonians in the same way. He said, Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Uh, last week, I kind of closed out my... Uh, my time with you by uh, talking about uh, stop, drop, and pray. Or, yeah, stop, was that it? Yeah, stop, drop, and praise. That's it, I pray. Stop, drop, and praise. Okay, got to get it right. Stop, drop, and praise. And uh, he, we got to get that right. Stop, drop, think about that. You know, our kids all know about stop, drop, and roll. We need to get this. Stop, drop, and praise. We just need to stop, stop all the stuff that's going on in our life and stop trying to do everything alone. Stop trying to manage every part of our life. Just stop and simplify. I mean, the reality is we lose our joy because we try to take so much control of everything going on that we spend all of our time controlling and managing and it doesn't always go our way and then our joy gets stolen. 
Stop. Stop. Simplify. And just let God be in control. Drop. That's the drop. Drop to your knees. Get yourself off the treadmill. And just drop the situation into God's care. Remember, God cares about you. He says, every hair in your head is numbered. He knows everything about you. He knows every detail in your life. And He cares so much that the angel said, I got good news. Jesus is in the world for you. So stop. Drop trying to control everything and put it into God's care. And the only thing you're left with then is just praise. Just be focused on just praising God in all the situations and circumstances that fulfill your day and your life. It's that simple. Simplify and focus on what God wants to do in your life. On the opportunity, the doors of opportunity He wants to open. The Israelites knew this. They discovered this in Deuteronomy 6. It's an amazing truth. In Deuteronomy 6, the verse says, Listen, Israel. The Lord our God is the only true God. So love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and strength. Now remember, that verse was spoken spoken uh, during the ancients of times, right? When they spent their time trying to control the situation of what was ever going on in their life by going from one temple to another temple to another temple, right? So if they'd plant the crops and they need rain, they'd go see the God that took care of rain, right? They'd go see to that temple and, and you know, spend time with the God that gave rain. And, and then if they wanted the crops to really be abundant and good, they'd go to, over to the fertility, you know, God, and make sure everything's good. And then by time... By the time it was over, they'd get home after controlling everything, and they'd say, Now, I wonder if I did enough. I wonder if I gave enough sacrifice at this temple or at that temple. I, did I cover all the gods? Did I go see all the gods I had to check off today? And Israel says, Stop. Simplify. There is one God. That's it. There is one true God. And all you have to do is just love God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. That's all that's required. That's all that's asked. That's the invitation for us is to simplify and just focus our lives on saying, God, you're enough. You're absolutely enough in my life. Now, Jesus tries to get this through to us, and he gives us a, a very simple example that we can, we can grab onto and understand. And it really fits this morning because we had a bunch of kids up here this morning, young people, children telling us about the good news, right? He does it in Matthew 18. His disciples come to him in Matthew 18, and they say, Now, Lord, tell us, who's the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Here's his response. Jesus called a child over and had a child stand near him. Then he said, I promise you this. Now listen to these words. If you don't change and become like a child, you'll never get into the kingdom of heaven. But if you are as humble as this child, you are the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And when you welcome one of these children, because of me, you welcome me. What did he just tell you? Simplify. Like a child. Just believe. 
trust. Stay focused on just loving God with your heart, with your soul, with all your strength. Let go of managing all the other stuff. Let go of trying to control all the situations in your life. And just focus. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. See, the reality is when we're out there trying to control all these things and manage all this stuff in our life, we often create our own problems because we're just not capable of managing all the stuff that tries to crowd into our lives. What we're made for is to just focus on Christ, on loving God and being in relationship with Him. And it's that simple. We get an example of that childlike faith from uh, Peter when you go into Luke 5. And uh, Jesus has been teaching, and the guys have been out fishing. They come back, and this experience takes place. It says, When Jesus had finished speaking, he told Simon, Row the boat out into the deep water and let your nets down to catch some fish. Master, Simon answered, We have worked hard all night long and have not caught a thing. But if you tell me to, I'll let down the nets. They did it and caught so many fish that their nets began ripping apart. They signaled for their partners in the other boat to come out and help them. And the men came, and together they filled two boats so full that they both began to sink. What happens? Jesus has been teaching. They've been fishing. They caught nothing. Jesus says, look, let me take control. Let me tell you what to do. Let me open up that door of opportunity for you, Peter. Just go out there and cast out your nets. Now, can you imagine Peter in that moment? Can you imagine how you would have said, Lord, let me tell you how this works. I know what I'm doing here. I'm the fisherman after all. Lord, let me control the situation. You know, it's the wrong time of day. The water's the wrong color. We don't have the right nets. I mean, he could have gone through a whole litany of things that said, look, I'm in control and here's how it works. The key is Peter's response. Do you see what he said? Lord, simply because you ask, I'll do it. Do you see that? That's simple. That's simple. For us to let our lives become that simple in relationship to Christ. Just because He asks. And we just focus our lives on doing whatever it is He asks. And trust with that childlike faith that whatever it is, is opening that door of opportunity for what God wants in our life. And that will create joy 365. Can you imagine how happy those guys were with the boats and the fish? They worked all night, remember, and caught. Right? They worked all, they controlled the situation and worked all night and they caught Zippo. And now they obediently obey and do what Jesus asks and the boats are full and overflowing and it gets another boat and they're almost, can you imagine the joy these guys had in that moment? See how it works? Joy 365 is when we learn to just simplify and just say, Lord, I am here to do whatever you ask. And whatever you ask is going to be awesome 
in my life. Next one. Joy 365 is going to come when we just simplify our time. Uh, let me read you just a, a story, a little experience of a woman and see if anybody in the house identifies uh, with this woman. Ready? Listen close. A woman got out of bed. She got ready for the day. She knew that she needed to get two letters in the mailbox before the mailman came. She picked up the letters and went to put, put on her shoes. When she noticed, she had forgotten to vacuum the rug by the front door. She had friends coming over later, so she needed to make sure that that got done. So she set down the letters and went to the closet and got the vacuum. She vacuumed the rug, and after she had finished that, she went to put the vacuum away, and she noticed that her husband had forgot to put some stuff, some shaving supplies away in the bathroom. So she quickly put away the sweeper and tidied up the bathroom. While she was in the bathroom, she noticed the toilet paper roll was almost out. So she went down to the basement to get some extra rolls. As she entered the basement, she remembered that she needed to start a load of laundry. So she ran back upstairs. She got all the laundry together, went back downstairs, of course, put the toilet paper in its place, went back downstairs and put the load of wash in and started to pour in the detergent, but she was almost out and said, well, I'll have to put that on my shopping list. So she ran upstairs to find the shopping list that she had put in her purse, which was in the, in the bedroom. As she was doing that, she uh, remembered some other things that she needed, and oh, one of the bulbs burnt out when she turned the light on to go and get her purse, and so she had to go get a bulb and put a new bulb in, and so she did that. And then finally, after she did that, she went down and did put some detergent back in and started the load of laundry. Exhausted, she finally went upstairs, sat in the living room with a cup of coffee, and just gazed outside. As she was gazing, she noticed the mailman pulled up and pulled away from the mailbox. Oh, good, she said, the mail is here. And as she was going out to the mailbox, she dawned on her, she, she had forgotten what? The most important thing she was supposed to do in the day. Anybody identify with that? Simplify your time and concentrate on the most important thing. Simplify your time. Concentrate on the most important thing. We get that experience uh, with Mary and Martha in the New Testament. It comes out of Luke 10. It says that uh, the Lord and His disciples were traveling along and they came to a village. When they got there, there was a woman named Martha and she welcomed Him. And she had a sister, Mary. Now look what Mary does. Mary sat down in front of the Lord and was listening to Him. Look what Martha does. Martha was worried about all that had to be done. What's Martha do? She lets life get instantly complicated and busy. And finally she gets frustrated and angry. And she goes to Jesus, the Lord, and she says, Lord, doesn't it bother you that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her to come and help me. Doesn't that sound like sibling uh, stuff going on there? You know? Mom, tell them she is going to Jesus, the Lord, God's greatest gift to the world, and she's saying, Lord, here's what you need to do in my life. You need to scold my sister. Has she gotten lost in the complications of the day? And she's missing 
the most important thing. Mary, Jesus says, is recognizing what's most important. The Lord answered, Martha, Martha, you're worried and upset about so many things, but only one thing is necessary, and Mary has chosen what is best. Simplify your time. Choose the important things. Make those judgments that say, this is what God wants me to be about. This is what God wants me to focus on. This is what God has for my purpose to accomplish. Real quick, last one. Simplify your mind. Simplify your mind. The Apostle Paul gives us a word of warning in Corinthians. He said, But now I fear that you will be tricked just as Eve was tricked by that lying snake. I'm afraid that you might what? Stop thinking about... See it? Stop thinking about Christ. How easy in your day is it for you to get tricked to stop thinking about Christ and what Christ can do in whatever moment you're experiencing? How easy is it for our minds to wander off into all the stuff of this world? How easy is it for us to wander with our heads somewhere else and all of a sudden feel so overwhelmed like Christ can't do anything and all of a sudden our joy is lost? Joy 365 means we keep our minds in the place that says our God is one and He can open doors of opportunity that we never imagined. Final word, Philippians 4. Paul says, remember, Philippians 4 is where that verse comes. Rejoice, right? Again, I say, if you don't get it, rejoice in the Lord always. Here's what comes towards the end of that section. He says, finally, my friends, keep your minds on whatever is true, pure, right, holy, friendly, and proper. Don't ever, don't ever stop thinking about what is truly worthwhile and worthy of praise. Joy 365 comes when we keep our heads thinking about what Christ can do in our life. It is the announcement the angels wanted us to get that we can have joy, and not just joy, but great joy, right? Great joy all the time if we just simplify, simplify, and simplify and let God be in charge of our mind, of our time, of all of our situations. Let's pray. Father, thanks for the day. Thanks for giving us a chance to just be together this morning to hear children remind us of what's most important, to be children ourselves and just simply trust you more than anything. We're going to face challenges and we're going to face confusion, but we know that you've got a new door of opportunity. Help us to just have that faith that trusts. Help us to concentrate keep focused our time and our energy in the important things and keep our mind pure and right and praiseworthy as we think about you. We ask for this blessing in Jesus' name.